Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast. This is actually our first episode and we'll be talking about a lot of different topics covering the music business. And your hosts for this podcast are yours truly, Dr. William E. Smith, and my close friend and colleague, Kenya McGuire Johnson. Yay. Hello. Hello. I'm really excited. I'm excited, Will. I'm excited to do this. This is our very first one. We should have some applause in the background. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would sound nice. <laughs> So what what we're trying to do on this first podcast is go through some some concepts on um on being ready to record and being ready to to put your recording out and also be, being ready to just start your business mm. as a uh, as an artist. Yeah. Because if you're going to start recording <laughs> that means obviously you want somebody to hear it, right? Right. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. So you got to think of all those things. So, yeah. So, so w- when you recorded, did you, the first thing that you ever recorded, did you feel, did you feel like you knew what you were doing? <laughs> Your first official um, recording? No, I didn't. But I was, I, I was bound and determined. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was, it was more like a, uh, a serious um, drive to get this thing done. And and I knew I, I wasn't even at the level that I wanted to be at as a musician mm. um, to record, but I just was bound and determined to get this recording done. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it was, it's strange now that I think back to it because I was doing a jazz recording mm. and there's a lot of stigma and, you know, just um, confidence issues that people have <laughs> do, doing a regular recording, let alone a jazz I was recording. Say, it's, that's, that's the case all the way around. Cause uh, the, yeah, the expectation, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I did it and, and it was back in a day where, you know, you couldn't record, uh, you didn't have all these digital audio workstations right. and things at your house. Mm-hmm. So I did it in a, in a regular studio and, uh, and tried to mix it the best way I could. <laughs> I listened to recordings that I wanted to sound like, and I just told the so engineer you were your this own, is what I oh, wanted. Oh, I was about to say, you were your own mixer? Okay, you had an engineer, but you just... I had an engineer okay. who um, who did who did mix it, and I went to another guy to master it. Okay. Uh, at, um, I think it was at Chuck Levin's. Yeah, it was another guy that was working there, mm-hmm. and he did mastering. So I, I, I did it the conventional route, mm-hmm. and... It was that experience that told me that, hey, I can actually do this. <laughs> it gave you <laughs> so, confidence. You know, that is so good you said that because that's exactly how I felt. I felt um, I had no idea what I was doing the first time right. I was recording. Like, I mean, I really, my expectations were probably negative. You know, I don't know, 10, 20 percent. But because um, I really didn't know at that time, I wasn't, I was, I was actually, the first time I recorded, I was just eager to record one song. <laughs> that was all I wanted. I just wanted a single. I just wanted one song. <laughs> and um, 
you know, so yeah, once I recorded one song, it actually, and it, you know, and I heard it back and, you know, I did work with um, an engineer as well, a producer and, you know, and it, he, he showed me the magic of, you know, if you do this right, you know, wow, that actually sounded. Right, right. And so, yeah, it did boost my confidence. And that's actually then what pushed me to go ahead and do a whole EP because then I felt like, okay, I might be able to do this, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what were some of the challenges that you would, you would say that would, were, were coming up and that you had to overcome for your recording process? Mm. The, the first time I recorded, because I was so, you know, so young and blind in this, I really, I didn't, I really didn't know um, next steps. Like I felt like every kind of, every kind of moment I'm like, okay, so now what am I supposed to do? Okay, now, all right, so we're going to record. And, you know, what I did for my first recording, I, Again, I had somebody with me who he really was just handling the um, the tracking. So I'm going to say he's more a sound engineer. He was trying to kind of give mm-hmm. me a little direction vocally here and there, but he wasn't a singer and that wasn't, you know, his, his real space. Um, right, he was just right. making sure the track was lined up, you know. Um, but so then I went in and I did my own key. You know, I had to play the keys for myself. Um, and come in yeah with that part and and this is when I when I tell people this this is also you know I would say these were more kind of scratch versions you know kind of demo I just needed Mm -hmm. to come up with more of a demo of the songs themselves Um, and then I once I could get like a a solid demo together I knew I I was directed and this is what I mean by I had no clue I was directed that okay now you've got at Mm -hmm. least something on recording now it's time to actually really get somebody in here a producer to help you really make this um, the the parts and the arrangements be really full and you know better so yeah that's that's what I think is actually different um, Mm -hmm. with recording jazz and recording um, produced music like R&B or Neo Soul or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my recording process was pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't uh, uh, the the people, um, the sound engineers, the mixers, uh, they knew, uh, of course, how to record the live instruments so that where to place the mics and all that stuff. And um, so for me, it was actually a pretty simple process uh, it was just rehearsing the band that we and yeah. the band knew the music. That's what I was gonna say. I have done a I have done a jazz um, EP as well, and it was a very different process. I was gonna say that that it was a very very different process because it was all live um, instrumentation. It was all live recording. We were all in the room together. Um, it right, wasn't like right. the bass player mailed in his, you know, <laughs> flew in his track and the <laughs> other, which is what's more common, you know, even when you're using live instruments for at least for soul and R&B. But yeah, for jazz, we needed it to be as organic and, you know, everybody to be locked in. And um, I was exhausted. <laughs> right, right. So you talk about readiness. If those that are listening, whew, recording it wears me out. Like I can't, I really, I don't know if it's just because of my kind of perfectionism or whatever, but you know, it is right. for me, it's very, it's grueling. So that readiness, you know, are you ready to record? It goes beyond just, do I have somebody, do I have a studio? Do I have, you know, is my song wrote? I mean, there is a, there is a, um, 
a stamina and a and your craft is going to get tested at least as singers um the way you sing in a recording is very different than the way you sing when you perform live yep. exactly it's a very different um and and different in so many ways and so um i know a lot of times you'll say oh that person they sound so good you know their studios their record version or that you know whatever <laughs> they sound so good but live oh my god you know it was a mess or you'll hear people say you know oh my god live they were amazing but their their album is just okay you know right right yeah and it's 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 because I mean, and that happens, I would say, a, a strong 80 to 90 percent of the time, because it is a different technique for both. You know, yeah, I I, I think that um, the, the best albums actually are the ones where you do capture that live element mm-hmm. at some some level in terms of the performance, either from the singer or what the instrumentalist, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's that organic feel yeah. that people sort of respond to. Absolutely. And. And doing doing my my recordings, the the subsequent recordings from the one the first one I did, I was doing the recording. Mm. So yeah, I was I I wrote the music, <laughs> I rehearsed the band. Uh, so you were really exhausted. <laughs> You want to talk about level of exhaustion. (laughs) Good Lord. So we really hope that people are paying attention to this because there's a lot of moving parts when you need to decide if you're ready to record. So ready to record, again, doesn't always just mean, you know, I wrote this song. Um, You know, there's just so many elements that go into recording. And I, I do think that, though, if you are trying to really get your, you know, get into your music and be... Um, a practicing musician and really break into the the music industry obviously you have to have a recording so um you know you you so so what would you say then for that person then who is trying to to decide you know am I ready to do this what are some things then that they should be asking themselves you know well on the basic level do they have um material to to record so Mm -hmm. do you have songs that you can record um, if, if not, are you going to use cover songs mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, but then now you have to pay for the licenses and all that stuff. Right. So it's right. decide what, it, what it that's is that you point. want to record. That's yeah. a real big point. And, and, you know, it's e- either way, it's fine. Okay. It doesn't matter if you don't have songs, you can, you can just do other people's music, but just be sure. And yet you have the funds to put that together. And, and also, uh, if you don't, if you're just going to put a recording out just to put a recording out and not sell it, then you might not right. even uh, need the um, need the, the right. licensing at that point, at, right. at that immediate point. But once you start to sell something, that's right. that's when licenses come in. Right. So. So now you're bringing you're bringing up some good points. This is good. This is good. And I know we're not going to be here forever. We don't have, you know. Uh, all day we we need a whole day to talk about it but (laughs) this is good because what are you recording for and that will that will help also determine whether or not you're ready so if you're recording because you're just trying to get yourself out there you need to have some kind of reference you know so people can hear you they used to call that a demo I don't know what you call it now but um (laughs) just so meaning I'm not selling this this is just um, or a demonstration or whatever of what, you know, how I sound and, and you know, my style and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's still important, you know, for, um, you know, those beginning people trying to get out and, you know, being able to have 
music out there. I think the SoundCloud, um, that's kind of what got them, you know, popular is you could mm-hmm, just jump mm-hmm. on SoundCloud and literally use it like GarageBand and just start recording, you know, some of your vocals and then boom, you know, it's public and people can, can hear it. Um, so you do have to, in your readiness, you, you gotta at least be asking those questions. Am I trying to do something that's just so that I can kind of have somebody be able to hear me? I'm not trying to make money yet. I'm not trying to sell it, you know, um, versus maybe that person like, no, you know, I really want to have a CD or I want to have a full project. Um, and I want to get this, you know, I want to be, I want to be that, (laughs) I want to be that artist that, you know, has my first work. So. Yeah, and I and I would encourage people to to record anyway. Just record yourself as much as possible, mm-hmm. um, because you get a chance to to hear yourself on a, on recording, right? And that in itself is a lesson, <laughs> um, a scary lesson, <laughs> a scary, a scary lesson. lesson. Yeah. And and the more you do it, the more comfortable you are with the actual recording process and being in front of a microphone, and mm-hmm. you know that your your sound is being captured mm-hmm. for posterity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, these type of things, it's good to practice that. So um, I would say it's more so not are you ready to record? Are you ready to release something or or record something that you're going to release to the public as a a final product, as something that's a document of your talent and ability? Right, right. And so and then that's how we then kind of get into the financials of all of this, because you know, my philosophy has been and this and I gained this philosophy from being mentored and taught and associated with just really amazing musicians and educators in music, um, whether that be vocal coaches or um, producers or whatever, who just really pushed and urged me to always, you know, be as be at your best that you can be. So that, so right. in other words, that's not just singing this song like Whitney or something like that. <laughs> not, not just mm-hmm. in your craft, but your best in your business, your best in your understanding of um, the process of this. Um, and so I do think that readiness, you need to check, you know, if, because we are talking about more of the financial space, which means then, yes, ultimately, this is something that you would want to publish or release. Um you really need to, you know, invest in this time-wise as well as um, at least financial in a way that you're going to have a solid project. And, you know, things have changed very quickly um, in the sound industry and recording industry. Um, And so, no, you don't have to go to the big old studios nowadays that, you know, charge you, I don't know what per yeah. hour, you know, mm-hmm. where you can fit, you know, an eight piece violin section or whatever. I mean, you don't need all of that, but you do need to, at least if you yourself, and particularly this is the case where I think a lot of singers, if you yourself don't know how to manipulate and, you know, make sure sound and mixing is right, you, you need to get somebody, <laughs> somebody who knows what the heck they're doing. That's, that's that that's actually on every level of your business. Um, uh, you always, and that, that's why, uh, rich, rich folk get richer because (laughs) (laughs) they, they're able to hire people to handle certain jobs for them and they're maximizing their productivity. So, uh, there was another, um, 
uh, podcast actually that I listened to. I'm trying to remember which one I heard this from because I, I listened to a bunch of them. Uh, but they were talking about um, getting, uh, paying somebody um, to do the jobs that, number one, you don't have the expertise to do, mm-hmm. but also would give you, would free up your time and schedule to do the things that you're good at. Exactly. <laughs> and that, and that's, that's really what it is. And that's, that's all about how you, you to do that. You have to have a budget and yep. have, have the funds available to do that. Yep. Um, I was on the other end of that. That's how I know how to do everything. <laughs> Cause I just said, I don't have any money. I was a college student. Right. So, uh, I, you know, I didn't have any funds to do anything. Um, and I, so I just did it and right. learned the process while I was in the middle of it. Right. And, and, and I was blessed. Uh, that's the other thing. There's divine intervention. When you ask, yep. ask a question, yep. the, the, the most high is going to give you an answer yep. and you got to be ready to listen. Yeah. And I, I had great people around me um, that I just was able to, to meet and come in contact with and learn from. So that's how I was able to get that information that I needed to get. And, 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 and do the, the, the projects that I needed to do. Yeah. No, everything, you know, I would say most artists at this stage, you know, nobody is running with, you know, these millions. I mean, you do have some that, you know, do have, you know, access to money or what have you. But I think most artists in the beginning, you know, whether it be because they're students, you know, and, and still trying to kind of get in this game or they're, um, maybe they're switching out of a career or whatever, but most people just don't have this pot of money just sitting up, you know, let's make. So I do think that, you know, a big thing that I push this word, big two words, patience, <laughs> patience, patience, and, and development, like yep. you have to develop. And so your first recording prayerfully is not your best. You know, I mean, I really hope it's not because (laughs) really it's, it's really, you just, it's, it's kindergarten. You know what I mean? It's first grade, meaning you're just kind of getting yourself started in it. So, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Most times when you're hearing something on the radio and you're hearing this, like, Oh my God, that was amazing. While it is maybe their first major release or the first time you're hearing it. <laughs> right. It's times, not their first recording. Yes. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> it is not the first time they put a mic, you know, up in a studio. Um, it's just they had finally gotten to the space where financially they were ready. You know, like you just said, you're working um, with people that know what they're doing. And so, you know, that's ready. The craft has been elevated and developed you know, and that's that's what you're really hearing. And unfortunately, I think with the way social media is now and our access to so much and we see things go viral and we make mm-hmm. the assumption that, you know, I should be able to go out and do that, too. I should be able to just my first music video. I should have, you know, 10,000 views the first day, you know, right. I, right. <laughs> Nobody knows you, boo. Like it's not that's not how it goes. So just just understand that this is a process. And so when you're looking at your readiness, you know, it you may not feel all that ready, but sometimes this is where you just mentioned that divine intervention. You have to take those leaps of faith and and at least get yourself out there. So that cuz that mm-hmm. that will that will begin to reveal more information. If you just always stay guarded and always say I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Um, you know, you're, you're really not allowing yourself to get more information and you'll, you'll get, if you go in there and you start going or you start doing and you start, Ooh, you're listening back. Okay. I'm not ready. (laughs) Or I need to, you know, I need to do this more 
I need to do that more. Or you go in and it's like, you know, I'm more ready than I thought. So I can, you know, and I know that was the case for me. I was more ready yeah. than I than I thought. Yeah. And I think I think that is the case in general. I think um, people are ready, but it's at, at what level are, are you ready and and what are you going to put out? So I think mm-hmm. uh, it goes back to we just what we just said, that uh, being ready uh, to record is, is everybody's pretty much ready to record. You need to record like every day. But yeah. are you ready to release a, a public recording, you know, a finalized recording, a mastered recording? that's going yeah. to be going into posterity. That's, that's a different question. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you always, you're always developing your level of readiness and, <laughs> you know, we're uh, just using the same words over and over. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean they, they just support th- each other back and forth, but they, they no, do. you're they right. Do. You're right. You're so they right. Do. And, and, um, and practicing is, is a whole another conversation. Um, mm. like my, my first, just every jazz recording that I did, I had hours and hours of practice, personal practice, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to sound terrible on my <laughs> recording. And, I, you know, it was just... And, and, and I think, and that, like, with jazz, I mean, because, you know, there is such a... Um, I mean, you're not... You you need... You better practice, because, I mean, because it, it, it's just... It, it's an art form. It's like, you know, I mean, you, you really have to take time with that. It's like you're being judged every time someone well, listens to Well, it kind of is because recording. the expectations are like very it. high when it comes to they jazz. I, I would say they that, are. that the expectation is very high. And, you know, and also most people, I think, who are jazz enthusiasts, um, you know, they may not play that instrument, but their ear is very sensitive to intricacy and it's very sensitive yes. to complexity. So, um, and it can be oh, too complex, you know, and people tune mm-hmm. out, or it can be under, you know, understated, which doesn't, you know, give it enough. Um, so it is, it's a hard, that's a hard space. You know, there's a reason why, you know, the jazz, you know, the jazz musicians, the greatest, (laughs) it's not like we got these long list, you know I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a pretty small list, you know? It's also a reason why a lot of jazz musicians have, have issues. (laughs) Yes. No, you're right. (laughs) They go crazy. But I think that's I think that's all musicians. I mean, because it goes back to yeah, what we just started true. with the deep thought with the whole perfection issue. Yes. Um, yes. So it's you know, we we are a little baddie because, right, when we don't play things right, it's it and particularly for, um, I think, instruments, you know, you hit a wrong note. It's it's very glaring. Um, a vocalist can kind of riff their way a little bit through it, maybe fall off, you know, and kind of switch or, up the uh, song. Or, or Patti LaBelle that joint and right. bend it. <laughs> bend it over to the left where, you know, and, 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 it, and, the, and the reverse is the same too in that, you know, an, an instrument, if I blow correctly and hit hit the right fingering on the key, a E is a E is a E is a E. Whereas a singer, mm-hmm. I may have a cold, I may have, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't take enough breath in. And so, you know, and then all the other things that go along with the voice, the, the voice, I mean, that E could easily not be anywhere near that. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough on both ends, but I just know, you know, because we're talking about money and, you know, I, I, I do think that what you said as far as, you know, the real, the, the, the real question is, are you ready, you know, to release? And because releasing it and publishing it is what's financially um, going to one, be a different kind of picture and in, um, investment wise. 
and it's going to be a different kind of picture um, in terms of return. So Yeah, and I think now um, there are a lot of other options available to uh, help you fund your recording, and yes. especially, um, and, and you know, some, a lot of people don't, but some people have good credit. And if you have good credit, you can actually leverage that into uh, into getting some some uh, other finances to help you with your recording. And um, and actually, if people want to find more information about that, they can go to uh, my website. It's a quick plug. They can go to my website. Yeah, and, no, and... we need to get that in. I was just going to say, Dr. Smith, where can we find out more information about that? <laughs> <laughs> you can go to makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com. And it's actually right there on the front page. Um, you can find out more about that uh, that funding information for your for your music business. Um, and, and And also, if you don't have good credit, uh, the company that that um, I'm affiliated with, they uh, we've we've basically you know they're working with me to uh, help bring people in to develop their business. Um, they they can help you actually get your credit, improve your credit. So uh, that's there's, awesome. There's a lot of I offer, hope that the people yeah. really paid attention to that because you know obviously money is is real, and if you are in a situation where you really really are feeling very passionate and and ready. Um, you know, to, to start recording, but the money thing is the only thing blocking you. Make sure you check out, you know, the site that he just mentioned. Um, I'm going to have him repeat it again and stuff because, you know, you, you there are opportunities to get some funding. And, you know, those of you who um, have a main job, like I had a main career, not a job. Mm-hmm. I had a career, a really active career as a physical therapist. And, you know, what I did was, um, as opposed to trying to get outside funding, um, my husband and I had a come to Jesus family meeting and we sat down and we, we really got very honest about our dreams, you know, as a couple, but also my dreams as an individual and, right. um, really got honest about financially. What are these, you know, things that we must have and what are these things that we're just kind of, you know, just maybe buying, you know? Um, and so we were able to come up with a financial plan within our family, Um, so that, and so that meant that I, you know, yeah, I had to still, you know, work while I was recording. Um, you know, and that, that was, it was a lot, but there are, there are strategies and there are ways. And just like you offered, uh, Will, the uh, site for the funding, um, if you're trying to create like a blueprint and trying to kind of just figure this out, you know, vent, talk it out, write some things, get some some charts going and stuff. Um, my business, the creating crimson, um, business that I own, um, it's titled creating crimson. I focus on artist development and, and I'm kind of like a life coach for musicians. So I will also sit down and kind of help you. Let's look at our life for a minute (laughs) and Mm -hmm, see mm -hmm. kind of how does this fit in and you know, how can we make it fit in? How can we make it work? So you're basically doing what you you did with your your husband, helping him basically mm-hmm. do a financial pl- uh, plan and, and draw up a, a picture of what it would look like yep. for them to do their career. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, and everybody's everybody's situation is different. So that you know, it is it is like a blueprint, meaning it's <clears throat> it's going to be unique to you. And it's not me getting into your. I'm not going to ask for bank statements. No, we're not. We're not doing all that. But I just need no. to get. <laughs> it's just getting an idea of where your head is at. And you know, you a lot of times when we process and speak out loud and really start to kind of visualize, make visuals of what's happening. You know, a lot gets revealed of how right, we need right. to move. Yeah. 
So what's your, what's your site? My site is creatingcrimson.com. Very easy, creatingcrimson.com. And um, when you go to the site, you'll be able to see our services. We got videos. We have some really, really amazing events coming up um, that are all listed on the site. Um, our probably most, our largest event, and yes, I'm going to do this plug because this is a big event, um, is uh, what we're doing is called Art Voices. And that's Art, A-R-T. Somebody thought I was saying our the other day, but it's mm-hmm, Art mm-hmm. Voices Matter. And Art Voices Matter is basically just an artist, um, mas- it's a celebrity artist masterclass series. So um, I'll be talking about this weekly, don't worry, but just go to artvoicesmatter.com for that. But um CreatingCrimson.com gives even the the link for that and and gives links also for um Will Dr. Will Smith on here. He you, he's on that website too, so you'll be able to click if you can't find him, you can find him at Creating Crimson as well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's uh that's the the beauty of, of building relationships. You know, we yeah. all have have folks that, that that we uh we become close to over all these years after doing all this music and and, it's amazing and, how life does that. I it's it's I mean, I know we would not have thought that this would turn into this when, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we exactly. saw each other years ago. <laughs> no. Um and I do want to say that we do have a um there's a third consulting coach too that creating Crimson. Her name is Stephanie Heron. And she's an artist as well. Her artist name is Nia Land. So if you go again to creatingcrimson.com, you can click on her as well because we're trying to give people different options. So. Yeah, yeah, and also uh, one last plug: my book is available. Um, well, I'll, I'll provide links uh, to that with this with this podcast, um, but it's also on the website makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com. dot com. So, uh, if you want a book to help you guide, got help guide you through this process, that's uh, many years <laughs> of uh, <laughs> of uh, this, different experiences, and um, and I basically mapped it out. To where, if if you follow the book through, uh, you can build your business in the music business. Basically, you can have a functioning. That is business. amazing. Are you guys listening? That is amazing. I mean, really, because I I think that happens a lot for artists. It's like, where's the book that tells me how to, you know? So, <clears throat> and and that that was the thing for me because I, I teach music business classes. I've been teaching it for goodness, maybe I've been teaching that class for like almost twelve. 15 years wow. and um and most of the books about music business they're either uh not clear on how to structure your own business they're not mm-hmm. entrepreneurial in nature mm-hmm. or they're um le- law and legal focus they're all about contracts mm-hmm. and and that it, gets really over your it, head oh, that, that gets dry <laughs> real fast <laughs> so yeah uh, it, it doesn't ha- give you any clue on how to actually put together your own business as a musician, as an artist, from from whatever angle. So if you just want to be a performing musician, a side musician, studio musician mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, if you get get my book, you'll be able to, to map that out. If mm-hmm. you want to be a recording artist, you can get the book and map it out. So that was the whole idea um, and the impetus behind me making that book is because no one gave you a, a, a map on how right. to build your own business, what it looks like uh, right. from a business perspective, you know? So, yeah. That is that is fantastic because I definitely have had to build my own map. And I don't know, I think North might be East on my map. 
<laughs> no, but I'm getting it together now. I think North is in the right. I think the compass lines up. But um, yeah, take advantage of that. And, um, you know, because that is, this is a business. And, you know, that may have to be our, if not next, but one of our podcasts is, you know, why in fact, is this a business? You know, why is this, how is this a business? Because I think that, you know, we get caught up, we get caught up and you should, because music is beautiful and music is very, you know, soulful and part of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It's very emotional. And so it can be, you know, but you can't lead your business, you know, in that, (laughs) in that emotional (laughs) space. Like you, you gotta, you gotta use your mind too. So. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Great, great. Well, this was a, a good, a great first podcast, and uh, we covered a lot of great topics. And yeah. um, I hope uh, people listening got a lot out of it. And we'll be having definitely having more like this um, come in the next few weeks. So uh, keep ch- tuning in to our podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Yep. Share it. Tell your Share friends. It, tell your friends. And, Repost uh, it. Tweet it. Yeah, real quick. Again, with Creating Crimson, you can follow Creating Crimson on social media. Um, Twitter, we are at Creating Crims. So that's Creating C-R-I-M-S and then the number one. I got to change that. I hate that. But that was the only thing that was available. <laughs> anyway, available. but for Instagram or for Facebook, it's just Creating Crimson. Very simple. So just, you know, you can find us real easy there. And um, make sure you subscribe, you know, to our mailing list on our websites, creatingcrimson.com. And yours, I always mess up. So I want to make sure you say making money in music biz. Making money in the music biz.com. Yeah, .com. Subscribe to our, um, because if you become a subscriber, you will automatically get, um, at least for Creating Crimson, you'll automatically, you know, be able to get these podcasts and so forth. So yeah, you'll get get uh, weekly notifications and everything come, going out. So Yep. Uh, you won't miss be able to miss uh, an episode. Right, right. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> one last thing. If you all have questions that or topics that you would like for us to cover in the podcast, uh, definitely send us uh, an email. Um, let us know what it is that, you, that you're having issues with and you want more clarity on. And yep. uh, we, we will more than likely cover it in the podcast and maybe even give you a shout out. We will. Yes. And so you can email um, if you just email info at creating I can get it that way. Or you can always just leave a message on our websites. I think both of us have a contact and we'll get yep. your message that way as well. So. Perfect. Well, right. great to have you on. And uh, we'll, I'm looking forward to doing this next week. I am too. I am too. (laughs) All right, you guys be good. Take care. Take care.